the Bible says it brings out what's in us. It's not what's outside, but what comes out of a man. And so it's easy to, when it's so critical and, and uh, people can really get hurt, to get angry, irritable, accuse one another, uh, complain about things. And of course, second gov uh, guess our government leaders. And um, God is the one. He placed, if we really believe the Bible is true, then the Bible says that he placed all leaders in place. And he placed our governmental leaders in their places. And he asked us not to complain about them, but to pray for them. And it's a real test of our love and faith and helping us grow at this time. Because it's when we are in crisis that actually we grow the most. And many times if we don't have a test, we never come up to the next level. So this is a great time for us to come up to a next level in love. And in faith, in his word. And not curse our leaders or complain because it's so critical and we think our way is best uh, in our own pride really but that we don't do the natural way we do it God's way as we're born again we're new creations and we're learning to walk in his way because it's we got all these habits to do it the old way and so this is a great time for us to learn to do it in a new way an opportunity for us to grow in faith in this area, even more where without a crisis, we wouldn't grow that much. So let's look at the next part of it. That love does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. In other words, love doesn't look for the wrong, because you know what, if you look for the wrong, you'll find it. But it says, look for the right, what is good, what is true, what is lovely. That, that's what we want to look for. And that love trusts, hopes, believes, and believes the best. And not dwell on the bad and the insufficiencies. Now, that doesn't mean we don't be wise. And we need to, in love, care about those who don't know Jesus. And so, you know... Um, we want to be a good witness to them that they see God is love. And so that's why we're saying, okay, um, we want to keep, you know, uh, our social distances and so on. So they, they don't think, hey, you're bringing this, you're making this come and so on. You don't care about us. We do it for them out of love. Yeah. And so, you know, if we don't have classes or meet like this and we switch to online, it's for one thing. It's for love, for them. So they know that we are there, we support them. And, and so we'll see as we move forward how we're going to do this. But, it, but it's of love. If people come and say, look at these guys, they don't care about us, then we want to care about them and we'll sacrifice our freedom because we know God keeps us Um but we will sacrifice our freedom for them to, to know God. So that might be the, the reason we, we do that. But we, we will not dwell on the bad insufficiencies. We, we were going to do the best we can, but not dwell on that. 
in any relationship, you know, starting with our, our marriage relationships, um, when things are critical, maybe the finances are critical or um, job is critical or kids are critical or school is critical, um, that's when we start thinking our way is the best and we can get into um, fights because that's when all this stuff boils to the top. And that's what God allows. He's the refiner's fire, the, the Word of God says, that boils these things to the top so what? We can scoop it out and become pure gold, pure like Him. And so this is a great time, opportunity to scoop these things out as they arise to the top that maybe they wouldn't arise in another situation. With, you know, all that's going on and one person thinks, no, we should, you know, um, go to church. Another says, no, we should stay home and we can get all into these things where we can, if someone is stronger, to not criticize and put down the weaker, but to use our faith to lift them up and say, yeah, this is a scary time and situation. Um, Let's pray together and use your faith because, uh, you know, the prayers of a righteous man or woman do much. And so we can do that. So in all our relationships at work, maybe, or again with home or, or even at church, and when we look at our governmental leaders and what they're doing. And it's easy to say, you know, because you didn't do this, that's why so-and-so maybe got sick. If you did this, or maybe if you didn't do that, you know, this person. And it's easy for us to, to blame that, and then we, it, it brings out what's in us. And if it brings out ugliness in us, great. God is showing it to us so we can scoop it out. It's not like he condemns us. He's saying, all right, son, daughter, now we, it's boiled to the top, which it wouldn't have boiled to the top if it wasn't such a critical situation. Now we can look at it, and now we can... Give it to him, and because we got to ask him into the situation. He changes it. He's the one that gives revelation. He's the one that changes hearts. But we can say, forgive me, Father. I see what's in me. It's boiling up. Um, I give you the right to come in and, and change me. And because otherwise we start, you know, you see as, as we don't have that, then we start getting angry and blaming situations. You know, uh, we attack our leaders. We, um, people are attacking the Chinese, Chinese Americans, people are mad at, or all oh, Asians, because they all look alike, <laughs> you know, just attacking because they're looking for someone to blame in because of what they're doing. Uh, and in Hawaii, we could attack tourists. And we can say wisely, you know, don't, don't come right now, but what is our heart like? And is, is it, are we doing it in love or not? And it all depends on, on our attitude. But, and see, so that we would want to do that, and this, if it boils up, great, we look at it and say, yeah, I wouldn't have boiled up if it wasn't for this situation, God. Now I can look at it and be purified. And you know what? When we're more purified of these things, because you ever see someone who's critical, angry, or afraid, and everything who's happy? And God wants us our happiness. And the more we, we fill ourselves with his love like that, the more happy we will become. And that's what he wants. And that's what will attract others to us in this kind of situation is by the love we show. They'll know we're his disciples. And then we can share Christ with them. 
because they can see this in this critical situation where you see the good and bad come out in people that, hey, there's something different about you. You're, you're not like that. Um, you know, at, at this time, if, if we don't know God, then we're just mutated monkeys getting everything I can, the survival of the fittest. Someone's weak and sick right now, I'll go and take what they have. Or just recently, Macy's is closed, so somebody breaks in because they're vulnerable. Just doing these things that crabs in a bucket. I'll just take whatever I can because there's no repercussions. There's no right or wrong. I'm just survival of the fittest and who's weak right now. And we'll see ugliness come forth. But at this time, we can also see the good come forth and the love come forth, the sacrifice of people for others. And uh, I, I, I think that doctor in Italy is a hero who got the coronavirus, but he gave up his emergency bed for someone else. And he, he died. But he gave up. That's what Jesus says. Nothing greater we can do than give up our lives for a brother or sister. And who should be the bravest people around is us. Because we'll just go to where we're all waiting to go anyway. You know, it's like, okay, I'm waiting for my vacation to come. But God might say, oh, you can go on your vacation now. And that, if we don't have that faith to feel that way, then, then good. It boils it up, and we can look at it and say, okay, I, I don't really have a close relationship with you as I'd like to have. Because if I really knew you and your love, then I would have that blessed assurance. Yeah? And so we can say, help me, God. And that's all. It's not a condemnation at all. And we put ourselves and our hang-ups on God. Because God might, you know, if I were that, I would have been condemning me for not growing as fast as I think I should or, or not doing the right things over and over again. But we put our hang-ups on God, and let's just stop doing that because He is love, and love is patient and kind. And He's still patient and kind with us. And the more we understand and know Him that, then the less fear we have and insecurity and all that and confidence in Him and not go to our natural tendency to be the crabs in the bucket, you know, wanting and grabbing and, and hoarding because, you know, I'm afraid and so on. Now, just be diligent and, and get our supplies, but not be hoarding out of fear and anxiety because we know. And even if um, we don't have enough food, I can tell you, Stories of missionaries, I know how God miraculously provided for them food. Now, let's read the Bible. God, I mean, Jesus fed 5,000 with a few loaves of bread and a couple of fish. How much faith do we have? And if it brings up this lack of faith, you know, like I said, if we don't have the test, a lot of times it doesn't bring it up. So if it brings up this lack of faith, great. Because we've never been in that situation before. Um, you know, about 20 years ago, I taught uh, missionaries who were going to all these Amazon tribes in the jungle um, at uh, a city called Porto Velo. On, it's a city on the Amazon and a base on the outskirts of that city. And the missionaries were coming out of the jungles to, to learn culture-specific evangelism. And I felt like I was teaching my heroes. And so many of them 
out in the jungle, there's no 911. And they're in a very dangerous situation out there. There's everything from anacondas, deadly spiders, snakes, diseases, parasites. And many of them were there because they, they, were, they had gotten sick with a parasite or something like that. But God preserved them. And my friend uh, Suzuki, who he's come here and spoken twice while, when they were living in Hawaii, and he was in the jungle, and um, you know the, the malaria medicine. Uh, it there's two types of malaria, and you got to take the one for the malaria you get. If you took the wrong medicine, it doesn't help. And if you are out there all the time, it eventually destroys your liver, so you know they don't take any. And yeah, ask him how many times did you get malaria? Oh, I don't remember. Maybe twelve something. But one time he got both at once. And somehow he crawled out of the jungle. Somehow he found the boat, took him to a plane that took him to uh, Sao Paulo for, to the doctor. And he's, he's alive. And his wife, Marcia, and I met two others there like that. They were bitten by this deadly snake that there's no uh, you know, antivenom for. You, you get bitten by that, you're dead. And they're in the middle of the jungle too, anyway. And um, God healed them. You know, what, we don't have to worry about that. You know, we don't get stretched in our faith like that. We call 911 first, then think about praying to God. Because it's there. The doctor, the doctor. There was no doctor. There was no these things. And God healed them. He can do that. And uh, one couple, the wife was so sick, and, and he didn't know, the husband didn't know what to do. They were way in the jungle. They had no radio, and the, the supply plane only came, I forget, once every month or three months. I forget what it was, and it wasn't going to come. And he had no radio. He had no way to call. And he's, his wife is in tremendous pain. He didn't know what to do. And so just he didn't know what to do. He just carried her to the airstrip. He... The plane just came, so it wasn't coming. He didn't know what to do. He just carried her to the airstrip. And then he sees the plane coming. And the plane, you know, the pilot said, you know, I was supplying a, another missionary at a tribe um, over here, and I just felt to just stop by. And he picked her up and took her, and, and she, was, she, got, she got to the hospital, and she got well. And see, it's not that the God doesn't use doctors. You know, we'd be wise if they're available, but not rely on them and know that it's, it's about Him. You know, we can do everything to keep ourselves safe and still get coronavirus. It's all up, you know, only He can protect us, ultimately. And we want to have that faith in says instead of saying, no, God, you know what, I'm going to take care of my own self. I'd rather have the almighty, all-powerful God, and I say, I put myself in your hands for him to take care of us. Because no matter what I do, we, we cannot do everything to protect our own selves or our loved ones. And so we, we trust him. And see, those guys, they, because of what they went through, their faith is at a whole other level. They know that they will not be taken before their time. If God got to heal them from a bite of a snake where there's no cure and everybody dies who gets bitten by that snake. And they live. I met 
three people who lived after that bite. And so this is a good time for us to grow in faith and, you know, um, and have grace and mercy on those who are acting like crabs in the bucket and hoarding and everything because the poor people, they are full of fear because they don't know our God. They don't know our God loves them. And so they're full of fear and we can use our strength to help them at this time and say, hey, you know, we know where, who our strength is and share with them. And like that Alpha course is great and how to share with these people who sometimes we become Christians and we hang around Christians. We don't know how to talk to people who have, don't know Christ or even maybe never have heard of him. And that course is great because it says it, it, they've been so effective in sharing the gospel with people who don't know Christ that we can learn so that we can be not only better at sharing the gospel, but better at discipling them, taking them all the way through this course does. And that we can learn because then we can share because that's, this is what the world needs. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's not um, stricter gun laws aren't going to save us from all the violence in the world. And all the things we can do to stop the disease won't stop that. It's, it's sin that caused all of this. Before there was sin, there was no diseases and no disasters and no uh, people who are going to hurt you to get what they can because they think survival of the fittest. And so let's not add to that, which the weight of that is on the world right now so that the, the Bible says the world is, is like in birth pangs waiting for the sons and daughters of God to be revealed, that we be part of the cure of the world, which is God. By sharing him, it's only God that will change the world. Because if we don't think that there's a God and his divine laws, which are for because he loves us and our good, then we will just be crabs in the bucket, trying to get everything we can before we die. And that's why it's God that will give that. And that's what we need to do is share, share God and to pray for the people that we will know God. And, you know, even for ourselves, that's one thing scientifically they know already, is that fear and anxiety will damage your immune system. Your immune system goes down. We can help this whole situation when more people don't have fear and anxiety because they know their God and their relationship with him. And no one can take us out of his hand. And then the more we have that, and when we get into these situations, that exposes if we have that. And so we can say, God, now I want to build a closer relationship with you because I realize that I don't have that now because of this stressful situation. So this extra time we have to spend time with him, talking with him, building that relationship, knowing he's there in his love, sharing with him honestly how he feels. He knows anyway, God, I'm so afraid. I really don't have that faith, I thought. Help me, show me, teach me. He knows already. Or God, I'm so angry at you. Why did you allow this? I don't understand. Talk with him. 
spend time with him, be honest. The truth will set us free of how we feel. He knows anyway. We can't hide anything from him anyway. And we have this time to do that. So 1 Corinthians 13 continues, Love never gives up. Love never loses faith. Is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. So it is love that will get us through. Because love never gives up. Love never loses faith. And is always hopeful. We will get through this. We will get through this. People need hope. Hope helps lift people up and out of fear. And that helps their whole immune system. The whole who they are. And endures through every circumstance. Yeah, that we continue on and endure. And so it's love that does this and get it, it through. And it's really our enemy that wants to divide and conquer us and have us not have love and, and, and think negatively and fight with one another and all of these things. So instead of, you know, uh, getting all worried about all those things and criticizing or they didn't do this or they should have done that or so on, let's pray. And in fact, let's pray right now. Okay? Um, Father God, we come before you and we pray for our governmental leaders. We pray for our president and his staff and, and Congress. We pray for all those who make decisions for our, our country and what to do. And um, Father, we ask for wisdom. We ask for wisdom for them. And we ask for them to be able to know you and your love and to make decisions from that. But we pray for your protection over there. And we pray that you will reveal what they need to know so that they can rule us well. We pray for our state government officials, our governor and, and our, our state legislature and our county councils and our mayor, that you give them wisdom and show them what they need to know and show them how to uh, cover us and, and rule well. Because their hearts is, is for our protection and not our harm. And you, your word says you placed all of them. So we thank you for them. We bless them, not curse them. And thank you for them and their hearts. Give them courage. Give them faith. In you. And as we pray for our health care workers also. That you protect them as they are on the front lines of this. That you protect them. And you Give them hope. And you give them encouragement. Because they need it at this time. And, and a good rest in you. Father, that they will know you. And so that they can have that, that blessed assurance also. And for the people of our big island and, and of Hilo. That we will more and more get to know you and who you are and give us wisdom on how to handle all of these things. Give your elders and church leaders and, and pastors of the city wisdom as they guide their people in your grace. And so we pray for God's grace over all of us because we all fall short. None of us is perfect. We all fall 
and make mistakes and miss your mark of perfection. And so we ask for your grace upon us and your grace and mercy upon our cities because, yes, these things come from sin in the world. And so we pray for your grace and your mercy upon us and your city. And, and Father, that your love will cover us, we pray in Jesus' name. And First um, John 10 says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. It continues, My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. Now we have that blessed assurance. Nobody or nothing can snatch you out of your loving Father's hand. No one can take you before your time, no matter what happens, no matter what is around, any disease. I know um, four people who had guns pointed at them and they wouldn't shoot. Even when the person is confused why it wouldn't shoot and shoots, bang, won't work. Bang, and it won't work. Nobody can take you out of God's hand until it's your time. And if it's your right time, we go with joy and we go with excitement and we go with anticipation. Because we know our Father's love and who He is. So uh, we'll have the worship team come back up as we pray. Um, Father, at this time, um, if you're boiling up stuff in us, thank you, Lord, to show us our shortcomings and fears, not because you want to condemn us, because you want to set us free. Because those who are afraid and insecure, and uh, we're not happy. And we can have that peace that passes all understanding if we know you and we know who you are. And we understand your love for us. And that's why you bring them a saying, so we, I can set you free, son or daughter, from your anxieties and fears and insecurities. That I can set you free. Give them to me. Trust me. Get to know me. Spend time with me. So we build this relationship and you know and you have confidence, you have faith, you trust in my love for you. That we can be the lights shining in this time of darkness, of faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. In Jesus' name, amen. Another verse I'd like to share with you is Philippians 4. And um, it starts in verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to, the, known to God. 
and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. And this is my personal favorite when I feel stressed and um, afraid. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. We love you. We want to lift our praises to you, Father. We want to lift our focus and our eyes to you, Lord. Hallelujah. Why don't you all stand and join us in worshiping? Oh 
give this day to you. We give our lives to you. We give our thanks and our praise to you. In the name of your precious son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Everybody have a beautiful day. Enjoy your free time with each other. We're on the phone writing letters, maybe. That's a good thing to do. Start a journal, read the word, and share it. Aloha. Jesus, he took my place in divine exchange. Hallelujah, grace is mine. Now I will live by Hallelujah.
Oh, I love you. 